Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we're the co-authors of Prison Dad, a science fiction short story series, science fiction comedy short story series. And today, we're here to talk to you about sequels, prequels, and reboots. Yes. Yes, because we know most of the time when we hear the reboot, we just this immediate facepalm. Yes. So let's 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 talk Superman. So I really loved the original, you know, Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve Superman. I right. thought they, those stories were really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. His there were two good movies, good. and there were two movies. Yeah, there were two like movies that you're like, <laughs> wait, what happened? Why is Richard Pryor here? Yeah, that's a question a lot of people probably. And he like ask fights himself. But it's 80s. not bizarro, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, you know, I really enjoyed that sort of, um, innocent quality that Christopher Reeve brought to the role, um, because this is about an alien. Um, he, he's learning our customs and figuring Mm -hmm. out how to fit in. Um, and I really enjoyed them. And I, you know, I, I did feel that the new generations probably need some sort of a Superman to enjoy watching as well, because I don't know how often people turn on those old movies from the 80s, but I, I love them. Yeah. I still have and them on DVD, yeah. and I watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, but first of all, that Brandon Routh crap fest. <laughs> you know what? It, Brandon Routh, I'll give him, he's got the look. He had the look he at the did. time. And Kevin Spacey was amazing. Kevin Spacey was the best thing in that movie. But it was too long. It was too long, and I, I hated what they and did And I love long Lane. movies. Yeah, she was she not was her. She was so crappy. She was... She was putting her child in danger. She was doing dumb things for no reason. Like, but she Lois wasn't like, that go-getter Lois yeah, exactly. Lane like attitude. It, she just did, that wasn't captured in that did at all. Dumb things like Lois Lane in the original movies was one of the people that I looked up to when I was a kid. It was her and Princess Leia. I was like strong women right. that take chances and take yeah. risks and they do brave things mm-hmm. and they'll say whatever they really feel. And then they introduced this lady. Yeah, she was like literally just doing things, not even for articles. It didn't make sense. And the fact that she put her son in danger, like Lois Lane didn't put other people in danger. She put herself in danger to go after the stories yeah. that she was trying to complete. Right. So I really didn't like that at all. And I didn't understand like she was dating that cheesy guy that's always like the guy that people dump in every movie. Cyclops? Like, yeah, Cyclops. Like, Cyclops always gets dumped for some other guy in every movie. But now, the question though, it, and I've been posing this to people all week, and everyone has sided with Kristen is it a reboot or is it a sequel? Because, in theory, it's supposed to take place between Superman 2 and 3. So, in my mind, it's not a reboot because we're not telling the same story over again. Did you just flip me off? No, <laughs> I'm scratching my eye. Yeah, sure. What the heck I was? <laughs> and then, um, you know, so I, I, I was like, you know, it's not a reboot. It's got a new cast, but you know, we're, we're kind of telling the same. We're we're not inventing a new storyline to tell here. But Kristen says, so my definition of reboot is really when a franchise uh, has a whole new cast and it's a different you know, sort of storyline than they were following before, and it's not really referencing things that happened before, but essentially, and, it, and years have gone by. To me, if, you know, if time has gone by, and it's not really a linear story in the same way, and then the cast is all new, that's a reboot to Okay, me. interesting. Now, now, I think you can have some movies where, you know, maybe a char- maybe a person in real life dies, and they replace that person, but the rest of the cast remains the same. Then I would consider still a sequel. That, yeah, I would consider that to be a sequel. But... 
to me, like, when you have a whole new cast and time has gone by between the last time that the franchise has been brought up and right. now. Right, and you bring in a new... To me, that's a reboot. And I think they I intended to, like, continue on with those Brandon Ralph ones. But oh, yeah. It just, it wasn't good. It just good. wasn't good, no. So everyone was like... Because he just did X-Men 1 and 2, and they were awesome. And so, you know, they're like, okay, we want you to do Superman. Here's, you know, a garbage truck full of money, and we, we really got garbage. Right. And Except for was... a guy like Kevin Spacey. That's like, oh, Yeah, so Kevin good. Spacey was great. You know, but I mean, that beats the idea of Nicolas Cage playing Superman, which was going on in Hollywood really for a really long time. Documentary. And at this point, you know, if Nicolas Cage's name is on it, you just no. should change the channel. You just know. Um, yeah, because he, he picks movies to be in because they have the thing that he loves uh, most, right. which is they serve lunch. They serve lunch, right. Pretty much. That's it. So we'll come back to, we'll come back to the, is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? With this, because now we want to we want to talk about the definite reboot. Oh, and by the way, everyone has has said it was a re- the Brandon Routh was a reboot. I'm the only one who says it was a sequel. Yeah, we asked I asked a ton of people this week, and everyone. But anyway, so the the definite reboot is Man of Steel, <sighs> and this movie was not good by by our standards. No. Like we did not think it was a good movie. I mean, I didn't like any of the actors. It had. It had the one fatal flaw, which immediately makes it a bad movie. Is it had Kevin Costner in right. it. Right, he just ruins everything. He really does. Honestly, like he's like the, the sad emotion inside uh, out. Like just <laughs> anyway. Honestly, like I even enjoy the Brandon Routh movie way more than I enjoyed Man of Steel. Yeah, I, I agree. Fell asleep during Man of Steel at least twice. Yeah, I remember. It was so boring. It was and so I boring. Love Superman is my favorite superhero. I love mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I think it's so cool that he has to act like a nerdy goof when he's pretending to be human because like, his alter ego is Clark Kent and yeah. he is everybody every other is you know every he's other superhero is their human and then the the superhero is their counterpart where right. he is superman and pretending he needs yeah exactly human. right yeah and and you know if if you're interested in that conversation i believe it's also in kill bill volume 2 um yes it but, is <laughs> <laughs> i completely agree with bill Um, (laughs) but anyway, um, yeah, so I just found it really boring and unnecessary. Um, obviously it's a reboot to Jeff's definition because they start him from the beginning, you know, landing on earth and being raised by boring Kevin Costner (sighs) in a cornfield and, you know, learning about his powers on his own and Kevin Costner telling him that he should hide who he is from the world. And then, um, you know flashbacks to or i guess he, he you know has his hideout where he can talk to his his birth father it's the fortress of solitude right but it wasn't cool looking it didn't have those cool ice crystals like my man christopher reeves had to play around with like christopher reeves ice castle that looked like a good time yeah you'd you'd hang out there yeah i would mostly hung out there i would like get some giant fur coats you know now curl up you know now, so we have Zack Snyder, right? So we liked, um, I liked Watchmen. Yo, yeah, Watchmen was great. I liked the, you know, three hundred was fun to watch. Yeah, it was totally fun to watch. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead was great. I don't think I saw that. one. Sucker Punch was one of like the worst. Oh, I hated that movies. movie. It was so sexist. It made me want to vomit. I just the whole time I was watching, it, I just I was like, "What? This is this doesn't make any sense at all." Sucker Punch was like, you know, the the starting the downfall. I never saw that Owl movie. Man of Steel is just like that was like what I did not want to see. It was just yeah. so artsy and so and and I like artsy and I, I just like didn't... artsy too, but it was so boring. Like yeah. I feel like 
Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight series was so compelling. So like gritty. I, yeah, I really wanted to understand what yeah. Batman was going through. And, like, Christian Bale made it very real and painful and interesting. Batman Begins and, is one of my favorite, yeah. one of my favorite, like, Those superhero movies. movies. Oh, anytime it's riveting. on TV, I even have the Blu-ray. Anytime it's on TV, though, I'll just... I'll immediately just go and, like, put it on. The action scenes were great. Yeah. I don't even remember a damn action scene in Man of Steel. And you know what? They brought back my my bros, you know, General <laughs> Zod. Okay? Those guys were the coolest when they, back in the 80s, when they would blow on things like, <gasps> you know, and everybody would fly. That was great. And they did none of that stuff. It was not fun. No, when, like, one I of them got their powers and they didn't. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. I just wanted to go, to that movie and blow it off the screen. <laughs> and so, sticking with with DC, I'm I'm really not looking forward to Aquaman with um what's his name from what? Game of Thrones. Are they really making that? I thought that was like a joke from Entourage. <laughs> They're making a Flash movie too, but you had the Flash <laughs> is like one of the best uh, TV shows, like oh, superhero yeah, TV shows I've that I've that. ever seen, yeah. and. And now they're going to use someone completely different and tell the same story that we've been watching for the last two years on TV, which has been really, really good. See, this, and this is my argument with too many reboots. Like, I'm still annoyed with that whole Spider-Man debacle. Yes, okay. Here, here, now, we could go Spider-Man or we could finish up with... with let's finish let's up with what, what, what we're talking about. about. So we're gonna now we're going to talk about a movie that's not out yet, yeah. and which is Batman vs. Superman, which I got to say, we, we both just watched a trailer minutes before recording this, and you know what? Like, yeah, seriously, this, no, no, you couldn't pay, maybe you could pay me to go see it, but not looking forward to this one bit. No. Sorry, sorry, Ben Affleck, you know, sorry. He's trying to do this fake growly voice, it's really, I don't know, and like, it's just corny, I I don't, like, in in the advertisement, they had like Clark Kent trying to interview Bruce Wayne. Well, that kind of makes sense Plan- to me. But it, but the way they did it was so stilted. It's because the Daily Planet's in Metropolis, and, and, and the, yeah, Bo- it's not in Gotham. And City. they just like are seething at each other for no. They have no reason to hate each other. Well, you don't know by that point in the movie they could actually have figure out who each other is. But why do Batman and Superman have to hate each other and fight? Why can't <sighs> they be friends? Why can't why they get along? I'm already sad why that my boy Cap is going to be, be fighting friends. with Iron Man. Yeah. in the upcoming. I know. You know, Captain America: Civil War. Which Those I'm guys are totally will amped to see. Yeah, we are Cap so amped for Civil War. The best, but but, let's, but we'll stay on target here. So now we have Batman with a new Alfred, who's not old enough. Yeah, a Jeremy new Batman. Irons. And listen, I've told you before, and I'll say it again. Whenever Jeremy Irons shows up, you know things are going to be bad. <laughs> he is a harbinger of doom. <laughs> so now you got you got a new Batman. You got a new Alfred. You got a new cast. You got a new setting. Is it a reboot? I so it's supposed to be the I same think it's a reboot from of Batman. Yes, I do. It's supposed to be the same Dark I Knight. I don't storyline. That's why is. Batman's a little older. No, it is supposed to. No, I know that, but I don't agree that it's that it's a part of that Christopher Nolan trilogy. But I'm I telling think. you, no, I know. I know oh, that's it's not part of the trilogy, intention. but it, it's supposed to be that it's that line that line of Batman. And we're that, not we're not talking Clooney. There's no nipples. Oh God. Well, see, that, this movie needs some Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, some, some crazy one-liners, and make it seem like it's actually fun. Because it really... Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, my yeah, boy. exactly. This is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. We know. Right, yeah. You know Thanks you for need... coming, coming back again to see us. Absolutely. This time you can count on me. <laughs> <laughs> we can always 
always count on you. Good morning. All right. That, <laughs> back on, on, on target here. So we're, we, don't, we don't know anything about this movie. We're not really that into it. We think Zack no. Snyder's, you know. It looks miserable. They're like yelling at each other and seething at each other, and they're supposed to be battling, and they're saying mean things about, you know, my. Suit. But then Wonder Woman shows up and saves the day. Yeah, and she just randomly shows up, and everybody's like, "Oh, let's be friends because a girl with boobs or is here." Like, we... <laughs> no, okay, no. I just, I already just. It has... I actually think Wonder Woman looks like the coolest in the whole. Cool. Yeah, she I looks like the coolest that. in the whole the whole trailer. I think. You know. But then make a Wonder Woman movie and give little girls something to look up to. Yeah, they're, of that, they're doing that having too. Having two whiny pants men. DC's fight. very jealous that Marvel's destroying them in the, the box Well, then office. don't make a bleak, depressing-looking movie that is clearly not anywhere as good as the Dark Knight series. I mean, mm. it just clearly is Which were pretty bleak and depressing, if you ask me. They were, but, you know, there, there was a charisma to them and there was uh, energy to them. Right. You know, it was, it was scary. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I'm not seeing that, and you know, honestly, like Lex Luthor, I don't like how he's being portrayed. Um, I never. By Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I, I like Jesse Eisenberg. Cool. I, kind of I think cool. maybe it could be fun, but the lines that they had him saying in the ad. I feel like we're kind of Lex. I don't think, think Lex Luthor is a psychopath. I never viewed him that way. I think uh, he's an opportunist. I always did. And he's evil, uh-huh. but I don't think he's he's crazy. I mean, I think he I think always he's has like an idea of why he does the things that he does. Oh, I think he's completely insane. Fine, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> agree to I, disagree. I just didn't think anything in that trailer looked like fun. Okay, so we're saying that it's a Batman reboot. I think it's a Batman reboot. I think it's a Batman sequel. I don't think it's a Superman reboot because they're continuing the, the crappy the Man, Man of Steel, of, Man of Snores. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there'll be some Kevin Costner. We can just cross our fingers. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Kaboom! No. While we're on the subject, Batman. Before mm-hmm. we we cross over, Batman. You know. You know, I looking back at like the Tim Burton Batman. I don't. I don't like it anymore. I don't. I still think that one was kind of fun. If only because when I used to ride the train from Ardmore, there was a man that was on the train with me that looked just like the penguin, <laughs> and it cracked me up. I, th- I thought like the makeup was cool in that. It was kind of fun to look at. It well, was, that was like, Returns, stylized. right? That's Returns. Because it you went said Batman. The Tim one. Yeah, it was Batman, which was him and the Jack Nicholson Joker. Yeah, which then was it was fun. Returns with the penguin. Yeah. and Catwoman, Michelle right. Pfeiffer, right. and then it was Forever. Yeah, no. that was the first Schumacher opus. Yeah, right. And then it was it. Batman and Robin. I mean, look, and Val just, Kilmer sucks. George Clooney sucks. You know, I'm Batman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't bullshit me. Anytime we talk exactly. about Arnold, we need to we need to bring him bring him into the loop here with us. So, I I, I don't know. Going back to those um, were the eighties? Was the first Batman eighties? Was that nineties? Whatever. Those yeah. other 80s, other bat nipples. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it was all I. It's all wash. Dark Knight trilogy really just—you can't get much better filmmaking than than those three oh, movies yeah. when it comes to this genre. And even though they were dark, they were still really fun and exciting. Well, if it was the Dark Knight and there was like sunshine and lollipops, then I would be a little weirded out. Batman, yeah. Nice to meet I you. I mean, no, I like both of those, both of those Batman, but I don't like Affleck Batman. Mm, yeah, I don't like him. I don't I like just, Jeremy Irons, Alfred. I, I just, no. I know we're, we're early on this, but. Let's talk about let's talk about Spider Man though. Let's let's oh, switch, yeah. gear, switch gears Spidey's. here. Spider Man one was good. Oh, Spider Man yeah. two was out of this world amazing. I thought that oh, was yeah. like 
everything in that movie, like every second Spider-Man Two, I loved it. So we're talking about the Tobey Maguire ones right now. We're not talking about the Andrew Garfield ones. No, we'll we'll get to those though. So we yeah. had we had, and I'm just guessing here with years. It was something like it was like 2002, and then like 2004, 2006. I think was like the the natural yeah, progression here quick. of how they, they they came out pretty quick. And you know, what and one or two were were great movies. Two absolutely phenomenal movie. Then we get to three. Yeah. And first off, uh, and once again, I like long movies, but this movie was way too long. It was yeah. And then there was Guy Liner. Guy Liner and Finger Guns. I and the singing dancing and number. Dancing. Like, I was like, I, what happened? I understand to that the Venom suit, you know, that the 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 symbiote suit is is you know affects your demeanor but what what no why does it turn why you into finger guns? a reject from glee why is there a dance number in here yeah you know and i always made a joke i'm like oh yeah fox really likes glee so they put that in this i've been saying that for years i'm like you know fox likes glee and they're gonna put in a song and dance number in spider-man yeah, sony did spider-man not fox oh. i've been saying that for years oh oh, oh this is my way of funny. a blanket apology to everybody I know. No, but yeah, I mean, it just, and it wasn't as much fun, and it felt like the characters were kind of thrown in there. Like, they didn't really develop the villains, especially not Topher Grace's They didn't spend enough time on, 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 yeah, no, because he just kind of gets the Venom suit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's like, oh, Venom. Yeah, I'm going to come get you. And, and the and Sandman, you know, he's like, I felt like you really saw him in the beginning of the movie, then he kind of went away while, and he was while so angry for, Toby was, you know, Toby was dealing Dealing with the um, was dealing with the venom suit, and then all of a sudden Sandman's back. I was like, "Oh yeah, him from three hours ago. He's back to cause some trouble." Yeah. So that was um. You just don't want to get rid of Willem Dafoe, is what is what's going on because that's, they really wrote him into two when they didn't another, even need to. Yeah. That's another problem that happened with the Boondock Saints movie. Is there <laughs> Willem Dafoe and Boondock Saints? While we're Saints on sequels, two. yeah. And Boondock Saints two is a terrible, terrible movie. Terrible movie. So then, so then, here's what drove me nuts. We know the story of Spider-Man. It's been out there. Why did they choose to, like, ten years later, retell it again? That drives me nuts. It was too soon. Too soon. And then they had some English guy playing Spidey. And that was your same argument with Superman. And English guy doing Superman. I'm like, no, man. America? This doesn't work. America. America. Yeah, America. Those are our heroes. Well. Well, Superman's an alien. But still, I mean, come on. So, As a native New Yorker, you feel hey, you feel that uh, English, a British Spider-Man. They don't get it. They're over there with their tea and crumpets, all right? They the don't have chips. a big city. Yeah, like more New stereotypes. York, People are going to hate us. It's great. No, I don't care. I, I don't have a problem with English people. I love Harry Potter. But <laughs> just not when they try to play Spider-Man. What about, what about like Patrick Stewart? Like a real, oh, like a real yeah, person? Oh, yeah. Patrick Stewart yeah, you know, is, is yeah. great. He's uh-huh, hilarious right. on that on that show. On that show. Blunt talk. Blunt talk. Yeah. So anyway, so Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. I didn't even see them, to be honest, because I was so annoyed. That I saw the first one on a plane, and then I got the second one from Netflix and watched it. And, and seriously, like, I was just so disappointed. I just was like, half half of the first Amazing Spider-Man is like a story we just saw. And then, you know, with yeah. the lizard, and then I thought Jamie Foxx was good in the second one. Uh, Paul Giamonte, they really... They really amped him up being the rhino, and he just it was in it for like five minutes. You know, it was very, very disappointing. Both movies, disappointments. Don't reboot it. You know, if just you would have just just made a new story where he fights a lizard, there you go. All right, and then he meets Gwen yeah. Stacy. You know, there we go. There's the story. There you go. Or you just... could even replace him with you know Andrew Garfield could just replace Toby and. 
Right, and keep some other things consistent. Or just, like, let some more time go between them, because, you know, you just saw Spidey. Yeah, but now Spidey is... Marvel has the rights again. Right. So now what's Marvel going to do? We know that he's Spider-Man's going to be in Civil War, okay? Right. So we know we're going to see Spidey this coming May. Um, with fighting with, against, we don't know what the heck's going on. He's going to be yeah. something involved in the Clash of the Avengers here. So that's going to be awesome. Um, but will Marvel tell the Spidey story again. Will they? Will they will they do, will do, they do it again? Cuz there's rumors that the, that it, they will reboot it. And I don't want to see a third Spider-Man reboot in no. in 15 16 years, something like that. Yeah, I mean, why can't he just be like a side character where you don't have to find out his whole backstory in his own movie, you know? I mean, like look at Black Widow, she doesn't have her own movie. We still figured out what her backstory was. Like if they want to do something like that, maybe they just show like a few shots of Spidey getting bitten by a spider and you know, um, but not do an entirely new movie about the story that we just saw twice recently. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I can't find anything on IMDb at the moment of a definite new Spider-Man movie coming out in the Marvel Universe. But look Universe. how close they were. Spider-Man 2 came out in 2004. and then the was amazing- 2007 was... Yeah, the amazing Spider-Man. So five years after your that's, failure that's of Spider-Man three. Too close in time. That's too close. People would have just people just saw Spider-Man. They didn't need another Spider-Man. It's like, and I'm gonna be so angry if they remake those Harry Potter movies while I'm still alive because oh, they will. They're amazing and perfect, and they, you know, wait till after I'm an old lady and I don't care anymore. But then <laughs> I'll just sit there and crab at my grandkids. Untitled Spider-Man reboot 2017. Plot is unknown. They have a screenwriter, and they have a director. I just don't think it's necessary. I'm excited to find out about new characters. I enjoyed watching Ant-Man. Um, apparently, you know, now Deadpool is coming Dead, out. Yeah. Well, That'll De- be cool. We saw some Deadpool in one of those Wolverine movies. Yes. But they're going to be doing it right this time. Yes. yes. A, lot more, a lot more cussing. Right. Alright, so I think... Um, as far as superhero movies, I think we, we pretty much covered everything that we wanted to talk about here. The only thing I want to talk about, uh, though, I do have one more, and that's Hulk. Right. You screwed up with Eric Bana. You came back with Edward Norton with a great movie. And then, you know, there was some feud there, why Edward Norton isn't, isn't going to be in the Avengers. There was right. a money thing. He said Marvel didn't want to pay him. They said he wasn't cooperative, whatever. Edward Norton rocked as the Hulk, as he does in all those dual role right, movies that he yeah. does, where, you know, he, club yeah, even uh, what what was the or, big uh, one where he was Primal the, Fear? That's the that's one I'm thinking movie. of. Yeah, that's so, so scary. He's you know that's his that's his thing. So, um, we loved him as the Hulk. Oh yeah, absolutely. now um, Mark what, Ruffalo. His, that's his name. He's not doing a bad job. No. I mean, I really really enjoy those Avenger movies. Um, yeah, me I just, too. Ultron was so much better the second time. Yeah, it, it was is. like it's such fun. a different movie watching it the second time through. Because the first time you were just like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't as amazing as the Avengers, but you know that's a really hard act to follow because the Avengers was just mm-hmm. so awesome. It's like when a band puts out like an amazing album and every right. song is great on it. You just know the next one's gonna be fucking terrible. Yeah, like they'll have like two good songs and the rest of it, you're like, "What is this? What were you, you doing? doing? Oh, just oh, stop, stop it! Stop. Let's talk about Gremlins. 
if so we're talking about sequels. Gremlins, the first Gremlins is one of my favorite movies. Is I that, love yeah. it. I love watching it at Christmas. Christmas. It's so much fun. It's like creepy, but it's also really funny mm-hmm. and it's goofy. Yeah. And then they had to make Gremlins too. Why? I don't know. And it's not anywhere near as fun. I totally fun. just facepalmed for those of you. Yeah. It's not anywhere near as fun as the original movie. It's actually just kind of gross and unnecessary and mm-hmm. it's not scary at all. It's more just like trying way too hard to make people laugh. There's a great Key and Peele sketch <sighs> where it's a bunch of writers sitting in, in a in a big fancy room and they're talking about Gremlins 2 and this weird guy like shows up in the room and he starts like pointing <laughs> at people. You ever see this one? No, that's He starts pointing at people and he's like, say something. The spider Gremlin? He's like, spider Gremlin. And then he's like pointing at someone else and it's like, sexy Gremlin? He's like, sexy Gremlin. <laughs> So then we we spend the whole movie seeing how these different gremlins are forming in these labs and stuff like that, just to put on a dance number. Yeah, no. Is, oh, Hi, gremlins. No, song and dance. Gremlins are supposed to go to a bar and, and destroy well, it and well, smoke 500 cigarettes at the same time <laughs> and throw beer at each other. That's a well-choreographed dance number. This is, <laughs> no, no, call me. Call me before you make these movies and I'll be like, no, no, stop it. No, Jar Jar Binks Don't is dumb. Do that. Don't yeah. do that. You know. <laughs> so I guess we should talk. We should talk Star Wars. Star Wars. No, no, we don't need to with prequels. Yeah. Because no, you just we we all hate Jar Jar. We all hate Hey Don't Act Again. Yes. Yeah. And even Natalie Portman was not bringing it. The only thing that was Ewan? fun about those movies is Ewan. Yep. Even you know I, my son and I watched episode one the other day, and he barely watched it. He kept walking away from the TV, which made me so happy. <laughs> But Liam well, Neeson, he killed it. Yeah, he did. But the storytelling is not as good no. in, in those prequels. It's like slow. He did watch the pod race and was really into pod that. But then race, again, he's two years old. The Senate hearings. Oh! On and on and on forever. C-SPAN. So just please stop. Coruscant. But, you know, that's all we have to say about Star Wars. The new one is fabulous. Yeah. I can't wait to see Listen what else JJ's going to do. Didn't hear it. Yeah. Um, well, he's not doing the second one. Oh, right. But his team, I Eighth guess, would be. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. We know it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm so amped already. Kristen but, should yes. talk about Jaws. Because so, Jaw- Jaws, Kristen is like a Jaws expert. Yes, Jaws is my all-time favorite movie. Step I'm through the, the sequels. Everybody knows Jaws. A thousand times. So yeah, so... They kill a shark Jaws, in the end everybody of Jaws. knows. Yeah. Second Jaws, I actually like. It was critically panned to a certain extent, but you of still course. have Roy Scheider. You have his kids. They're a little bit more grown up. Mm-hmm. You have Mrs. Brody, you know, who's just so stylish and I, I love her whole fashion sense um and she's become a career woman which is super cool um and you and you have jaws come back to the island and he's starting to eat people again now it's probably a little bit more over the top than the first jaws <laughs> but it, i argue it's still enjoyable it still has those tense moments it's still a fun movie and you have the brodies which is just it's lovely to to sort of see them together and growing together as a family then you have Jaws 3D, which was the most ridiculous piece <laughs> of crap ever. It's, like, hilarious. I have to, like, make myself watch it sometimes because I forget how horrible it is. <laughs> but it's, like, you know, Dennis Quaid. I don't even know what he was smoking in this movie. And it's about, like, SeaWorld, but except they try to keep a great white in captivity. Which you can't do. babies. You can't do it. And, and anybody that knows about sharks... Great Whites, when they been try to keep them in captivity, they bash their heads against the side of the tank until they die. Um, they just 
they don't want to be there. They want to be mysterious creatures of the deep, and I think we should leave them that way. Um, I love great white sharks. I think they're fascinating. Um, but anyway, Jaws 3 is not fascinating, and it's actually completely ridiculous, and the 3D does not work uh, anymore. Even if you have 3D glasses, it's so corny and terrible. Um, you know, they have dolphins jumping out of the screen at you. It's not necessary. So as bad as bad as three is, and it has nothing to do with the other ones. But let's get the Brodies back for the fourth Jaws. Okay, Jaws the Revenge is the most hilarious horror movie I've probably ever seen. It's not even 90 minutes long, look at that. It it was, I think it was critically, totally panned. 2.8 out of 10. At least one critic called it the worst movie ever made. Um, Anyway, so this is a story of how Jaws is, you know personified and is actually on a quest to go and destroy the Brody family, which was never the way that I looked at Jaws before. To me, it was just like a shark shows up, Brody has to take care of it, but he wasn't, the shark wasn't coming after him and his family. But in this one, that's the premise. So essentially, you know, it's Christmas Eve, one of Chief Brody's sons has to go out to clear a log off a boat that's stuck in the harbor, and he's murdered by this great white shark and i say murdered because yeah the intention is behind this movie that this shark is systematically trying to murder the brody family (laughs) which makes no goddamn sense because why the hell would a shark care and sharks don't even like eating people you know that's just not true um when they have killed people it's usually a complete accident because they think it's a seal so the shark follows them on vacation to jamaica the bahamas bahamas sorry so they go to the bahamas you know why i thought it was jamaica because, because there's a guy with a really terrible Jamaican accent, Mario Van Peebles. It is doesn't? so embarrassing. Yeah. The accent that he has. It makes me laugh every time. What, um, what's he from? He's from like... He was from TV shows. Yeah, here. And, he's you know, so, so Lorraine Garrett, um, Mrs. Brody, goes down to the Bahamas to be with her, her older son and his wife who is inexplicably some kind of metalwork artist or something, um, and they're a little girl. And Jaws follows them. You know, he puts on his little um, sun hat, he puts on his Tommy Bahama top, packs up his little Jaws bag, you know, and, f- and swims his way down to the Bahamas because he knows that's where the Brodies are going to be, yeah. which absolutely makes no sense at all. Um, and then he terrorizes the family anytime they go near the water and almost kills uh, Michael Caine, who plays a character named Hoagie, <laughs> and is so bizarre. <laughs> Sir, Sir Michael Caine, let's just... Apparently he, at one point, said that the only reason he did the movie was because he was still alive on the last page. Um, that was it. He didn't nah. read the rest of the script, <laughs> and now he's like, whoops, that was whoops. probably a mistake. Hey. Um, so, yeah, that movie is just, it's laughable. Like, you can't, I can't take it seriously. Every time I try to watch it, I end up, like, laughing so hard I'm in tears. Because Jaws, the first Jaws is based upon something that really happened. Right, um, you know. As much as, like, you know, what we were talking about (laughs) earlier today with stuff being loosely based on a true story. Yeah, I would say it's loosely based on, um, something that happened around, I think it was the turn of the century, um, a shark ended up, a great white shark, they think it was, ended up in some rivers in um, Jersey, I believe it was, and was attacking people um, because it was stuck. I mean, I'm sure it was terrified. Um, it's supposed to be in the open ocean, and somehow it ended up, you know... So, so you know, you have you have a story, and everybody loves Jaws. It's a great movie. Jaws is a wonderful movie. The pacing is fantastic. The music is great. The acting But here is we great. got that cash register. It just needs to go cha-ching, cha-ching, yeah, you know, and, and we need no to... no Martin Brody in this no. anymore. 
it's just his wife. Yep. Everybody else is different. And as much as I like her, it was just a terrible movie. <laughs> and All I'm right. glad they've left it alone since then. So so moving on our moving moving forward here with um the, oh no, no no they're they're supposed to redo the Jaws again. No. Yeah, they're gonna reboot Jaws. Yeah. Oh wait, you did send me that. Alright, yeah. well I'll I'll wait until I see a real advertisement. You can't for it. you just can't you can't do but, it. Yeah. Anyway. The Matrix. So <laughs> What the hell happened? First off, the first one was so cool. But but you know what? <laughs> After seeing two and three, the first one is not cool anymore. All right, it's like it's on TV, and I'm like I'm like gouging my eyes out. I'm like, what? This I thought this was awesome. Yeah, but no, no. Like you watch, you know. You, so you watch it. Say so. Say let's say you like the first Matrix, right? You know, because I I did until I like recently, just very recently, saw it again and was like, what the hell is going on here? Um, the second one. You know, it's cool. We get to go see the city all the humans are living in. And they're on these derelict ships, so we expect they're living in this, like, derelict city. But no, they got, like, a nice place here. they got, like, a nice place. And then they go down to the the orgy room. Yeah, they have, like, an inexplicable 20-minute orgy in the Dance scene. Because I remember... The the Matrix 2, um, I remember... I was sitting in the theater, and just as I did with episode 1, I was so confused by it, I had to go see it again. That's why these movies made so much money because you're like, what the hell just happened? And like, so like, I remember I went to go back and I saw on like IMAX and then I'm like walking and I'm like, I just wasted my night because I so only saw it once. That that's the dumbest part about the second one is is the big dancing. Like, yeah. listen, there are robots out there coming to kill you. Why are you throwing this weird sweaty party where everybody like it's it's just yeah, awkward. I like, just don't understand. If I was there, I would be just running for the exits. You know, I wouldn't even want to drink. I just want to get just get just go away. Just get get your sweaty, nasty, post-apocalyptic, unshowered bodies away from me. Because the whole underground city, whatever it was called, was kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, they could have showed people like sipping cocktails, yeah. having some canapes, maybe talking about destroying robots. Sure. Yeah. Or talking about all this loss of the civilization that they used to know yeah. before the robots showed up. Yeah. But no, they had to have a creepy orgy. Yeah. You know, it, like no eyes wide shut right in the middle of the movie there and then and then you get to the third matrix movie where you're like you're like I gave up <laughs> I had to see it through and you're dealing with like you know you're dealing with like you know these random programs that are in there there's you know that people have met and they're like these rogue programs that'll help you out and you're like no that's stupid that's stupid. Then, then Keanu Reeves has to like work with the Matrix to fight the Agent Smith guy, like a hundred of them at the end, and that's even stupid. The whole thing is stupid. You really, you had one good idea, and then you went on to like what Cloud Atlas? Not good. No, oh, yeah. What that was that was other one we movie. saw? This I'm trying to block it out. Jupiter Ascending. Oh my god, that, that was, was so the worst terrible. Thing oh, ever. why did we do that? I can't even believe that's a real movie. It's You're, so bad. Casey made fun of me when I said I, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I, I think I was like, look at this. Looks like a good like space adventure. And he he wrote back something like Chang Tatum is is he, like never makes a mistake or something like that oh, or like yeah. never makes a bad movie. I'm like, we talking about it looks awesome. And then it was like. No. Whoa! No. no, no, terrible. Yeah, V for Vendetta was not that great either. It was uh, better yeah. than the other ones, yeah. though. Weird. But it it wasn't like I don't know. To me, it wasn't it wasn't 
what I was looking for. You know what movie. else they screwed up too, which I forgot to mention when we were originally talking about this, is The Crow. <laughs> the first Crow was a really cool movie. There's like five of them. And then the last one I saw had like Edward Furlong and David Boreanaz. <laughs> Edward Furlong? Let me tell you. Yeah, he played The Crow. It was absolutely horrible. <laughs> it was like the worst thing I've ever seen. I couldn't even finish it because I was so embarrassed for everyone that had participated in it. It's like, Edward Furlong definitely, life has not treated him well. <laughs> Alright, so, um, so Matrix, bad. Yeah. Bad sequels, stop it, you know. Yeah. Um, and now let's talk about, you know, we, we talked a lot about the Terminator with the... What's going on? Oh. Hey, Artie. Hey, hey, you're back. back. over here. It's good to, good to see you, you know. I have only one more question. No, we're not we're not fielding know. any questions. Yeah, no, I think no. you need to wait till later, Arnie. So we talked a lot about Terminator in the last couple podcasts. So let's let's kind of fast forward through. We don't need to talk about Salvation. I like Salvation. Kristen didn't like Salvation. Or no, we both like Salvation. We both liked, yeah. Us and Ange were like the only three people on the planet that like Salvation. Yeah. Um, I thought Kristen Bale nailed it. I loved the look of the future. We just talked about like there was just too many different Terminators. We didn't think yeah, that they should be. Yeah, that was probably a little overwhelming. But, it but was let's still talk really about fun. since we're talking about reboots and prequels and sequels. Let's talk about um, what are you doing? What the fuck did I do wrong? Yeah, let's talk about Terminator <laughs> Genesis now. <laughs> because I I left the theater after I saw Genesis, and I I was like, you know what? That that's not bad. I was like, you know what? I, maybe I'm just a sucker for the Terminator movies, the robots and the time travel and all that stuff. You know, and I I, I liked it. I did. I, I liked it too. I had fun when we watched. But this, but when I watched it again, I didn't share the same enthusiasm I I saw I thought when I, I saw it in the theater. I think it didn't make sense. In it a way really that the other ones really didn't go there with. So it, this is a reboot to me. Yeah. With a reboot, we have one of the same actors, as far as I can think of, this one of the same actors, is back. And it's a reboot to me because we're telling a different, we're telling kind of the same story, but we're telling a different story. Mm-hmm. And they kind of mashed elements from one and two into this, into Genesis, to try to tell you, you know, the, the same story, but a different point of it over again and i feel like i'm talking circles here because it really it really didn't make any sense yeah it yeah i'm detective john kimball that would have been more entertaining because <laughs> you know now we're trying to reboot terminator and you know to bring to bring back more terminator so you you just cram too much stuff too yeah. many time jumps. Time too jumps, many Terminators. Yeah, we're just... It didn't make sense. I mean, And then Skynet's a Terminator, and then... Yeah, I mean, I thought Arnold was really... John Connor is not a Terminator. Well, okay, if you turn John Connor evil... Yeah, what's then the point of it? what's the point? Who's going to save the future if right. the guy that you made evil... Was supposed to save everyone. Right. I, I think you might have succeeded in, in destroying humanity then. Yeah, or just Story's confusing over. the hell out of me. They certainly, they certainly <sighs> succeeded in that. I know, but not as bad as those horrible Transformer movies. But we'll get. Oh, to geez. Well, let's. <laughs> you know, we can we can say goodbye to Arnold for now. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> Transformers, because the first one, the first Transformers movie to me was nostalgic. Okay. There was toys I had as a kid. Right. It was kind of humorous. It was awkward humor, like the part where you like peed on the Transformer and peed on the guy. That was. <laughs> That didn't need to happen. Why were they sneaking around the backyard? You're, you're what, four-story tall robots? You can't sneak. 
you can't yeah, creep. Yeah, and you're going to make you all that noise. In that suburb? How come nobody's looking outside? No. So anyway, yeah, it was, was flawed. Story, Shia LaBeouf though. is not not a good actor. <laughs> but now, yeah, it was fun to see that stuff. And then came Dark of the Moon. Right? Isn't that the second one? Uh, Rent of the Fallen? I didn't Dark see of the Moon? second Whatever. one. I saw the third one and the last one. Well, they're, they're all bad. Yeah, they're all terrible. They're the all bad. So and I want to know if, like, kids like them, because I don't like them. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would want kids to really watch them, Two especially the last one. Having, having sex. I have no, just so you guys know, I have no idea what happened in Transformers 3. I just remember parts no, it was four. flying around. Oh, was that four? It was four. Parts flying around, slamming into each other. I didn't know who was good or bad. Even or I fell asleep, I then I'm like, scared. how did I get to China? Yeah, I fell asleep in the movie theater, which is something that I. Oh, you didn't never see four knew. in the theater. You probably saw three in the theater. Yeah. 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 Four. No, four. I saw. We watched yeah, it. Yeah, at your house. Yeah. yeah. That was so embarrassing. Marky Mark is so embarrassing. That was so bad. And the creepy guy that kept like talking about having sex with his daughter right in front of him, and he had like that weird creepy statue <laughs> like in his pocket that said what statutory rape was. Like, yeah, that's someone you really want your kid dating. It's not. Some it's creeper. not funny. It's no. It's weird. You're just being weird. Two had like the really racist Transformers. Oh, right. Yeah. They were like, yeah. There was just like blatant weird hillbilly racism in the in the Transformer movie. <laughs> <laughs> like you're voting for Trump. I get it. All right. <laughs> but um, then it was weird, and then it was like the whole thing was solved by a guy calling it a, a ship, and the guy like was on a ship and he shot a laser beam mm. at a Transformer, Neat. and it was done. Yeah. Part of that was shot in Babylon, though. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. right. I can't remember hearing that's that. That's about it. That was about the only interesting thing. Like, hey, it's Bethlehem Steel. And then you're like, oh, this is still on. Still What's this? going on here? Go I away, think... Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he is. An no. interesting creature. So, yeah, we, we're not we're not big on those. Um, you know, should, should we talk about some sequels that we liked other than The Empire Strikes Back and... Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Wow, some sequels. Oh, well, Back to the Future. Back to the Future is a great example, yeah. Yeah. Two is great. Three is is not a bad movie. It's fun. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. The Wild West and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Seeing them in their elements there. Yeah, we kind of only prepared for bad. I mean, we're going... You know, Iron Man 2... Yeah, Twilight (laughs) can just go to hell. (laughs) Iron Man 2, not that great, but... You know, Iron Man 3 was good, oh, yeah. but seeing the Avengers, but then, like, once you saw Captain America and the Avengers, and you saw a couple of those movies after, and you go back and you watch Iron Man 2, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff makes more sense now. Uh, yeah, I like Because that. there's there's a lot of stuff in there, like, you know, when he was looking through his dad's notebook and stuff like that. And, right. Um, that, that made, that I, makes I more sense. I think Winter Soldier was actually a better movie than the first Captain America movie. I agree. So. I love the first Captain America movie. Yeah, I was calling Nicole a, com- uh, a commie because she fell asleep during it. But there was too much time spent in the USO stuff, in my opinion, in the first Captain America movie. Yeah. But I the agree. second one is, was, everyone was just like so wowed. Because awesome. at first it was like, oh, there's a Captain America movie coming out. Like, I'm going to go see it because I'm, you know, I'm, I've been a Marvel kid since I was a teenager. But once that, Winter Soldier came out, it just it floored everybody. Yeah, I was just sitting in the theater like, wow, this mm-hmm. is such a good story. We saw it in the movie tavern, right? Yeah, we did. That was when, when the guy asked you if you wanted a menage a trois, right? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> well, no, he, so here's the thing. So there's, there's a wine called menage a trois, and I wanted a glass of wine. So there's a couple sitting next to Jeff and I, and the waiter walks up to them and says, menage a trois, and they look at each other like in horror. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's mine. <laughs> 
and it was a glass of wine. The poor waiter was trying to be like really funny, and it fell flat. And yeah, really disturbed this poor couple. But anyway, yeah, and I like the X Men movies. Um, I like X Men three. It's not as good as one and two. I thought two was the best. Um, first class was decent. Um, the one with Hugh Jackman, then the Wolverine ones were okay. Yeah, I like Hugh Jackman, so I'll watch him. It's always you know, it's the only good thing he's ever done. <laughs> no, Butter was good. He was really socially awkward in that. Yeah. Uh, Apocalypse looks great. I'm really, you know, yeah, we talked in the other one about how we uh, we really like Lewin Davis. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. He's always gonna be Lewin Davis. Lewin Davis. I can't, Oscar Isaac, yeah. right? Oscar Isaac, yeah. He is, in all those Lewin interviews, Davis he is the one who knows the least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who knows the least about Star Wars in all those interviews. Like I, yeah. he really does. He doesn't. He doesn't know anything. It makes me laugh because I, I think he's like the kind of guy I could like go get like a beer with. Or oh, something. totally. But, like, yeah, I think he'd be a real chill, bro. So um, let's let's talk about what's uh, an oh wait, over. Also, the Hunger ooh. Games movies. Are well, those good. were good books too. Yeah, yeah. and they, they did a great job with those movies. Yeah, they, they really, really did. did. I haven't I seen the fourth one, to, but yeah, maybe we should go now. I know we should totally have done let's that. Let's go now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll bring you guys with us. Yeah. Right. Um, Fantastic Four. Just no. You just you just no. keep you no. keep no hundred no. percent. You just keep mess. You just keep you keep messing it up. Okay. Make it worse. There was. You no. may not know this, but there was there was like a Fantastic Four movie in the nineties. There was, yeah, it like went straight to VHS. Yeah, okay. Joe has a copy of it, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I never saw it, um, but I, I know he says bad. There was a Captain America movie then too, which went straight to straight to yeah. flop city. Uh, and once again, it was like one of these things where they spent like a ton on the budget and stuff. Yeah, so Fantastic I was Four. When the first Fantastic Four movie came out, because like Michael Chiklis is kind of cool. I used yeah. to watch him on the commission all the time. Yeah. I love that Jessica show. Alba. Jessica Alba. She's all right. The guy who plays know? Captain America the guy now. Who plays Cap. Yeah. But no. They just it just was not. And then the second one, with the Silver Surfer, was like, what in God's name? That is was happening? really bad to me. I understand Silver Surfer. I understand Galactus. But no, you guys really I don't just know what they did. you they really the you did not no. And then, yeah, and then they just remade it, which I heard was They terrible. remade it, and they didn't even have them on a spaceship. They, like, traveled to another dimension. They got their powers. And then terrible. Doctor Doom traveled and got his powers. That's not how, that's not how this works. That's not how any of, no. this, any of this works now. And then I, I think it's really bad when the screenwriter comes out and was like, oh, the studio messed it all up. Like, dude, you gotta own up. Yeah. You gotta own up. Or the director? Was it the director or the screenwriter? I thought, I thought it was the screenwriter. Everyone's pointing fingers like no, nobody like no, we it's don't like, care. Just deal with the fact that you made a crappy movie because you did. I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, the only thing left to talk about is we want to talk Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, Tremors, and then we got to sign off here. Yeah, so I don't have to say a whole lot about these, but Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, they kind of all three kind of followed the really same cool, great premise, scared the crap out of me. And then you got Freddy 2, which was the biggest piece of crap ever. <laughs> Somehow Freddy inhabits the body of a really dorky teenage boy and then kills people during the day when they're not asleep. Right. That's not how this works. <laughs> the whole point of Freddy is that he gets into your dreams and kills you. I don't want to see someone, some random teenager just stab people and then I'm supposed to think that that's Freddy and it's cool. No. Terrible movie. Terrible premise. Get back to being Freddy that disturbs people in their dreams. So which then they, then did. they reboot it with um, 
Oh yeah. What's his name like from uh, Watchmen? Um, right, and I think he's uh, great, Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie, he, he was an awesome Freddy, but the movie was the so movie bad. Was so bad, and I didn't like that they were focused so much on the child molestation piece. Like, I do not know that that's supposed to be a part of the Freddy lore. It but makes it sense with all the kids and does, stuff. But it, it does, wasn't but like the we don't need to know it. Don't, no, don't, I don't want to go there. Tell us. Don't go there. And the whole idea is that he's supposed to be killing people in their dreams. I don't want to know what he did with little kids. I yeah. hate child molesters make me so angry. I don't want to sit through a movie about a child molester. No. Yeah, um, you had one good movie, and then you had 20 bad movies. Yes. You know, and, yeah. Jason was the same way. Jason's the same way, because only the first one is scary. After that, they are all ridiculous. <laughs> Most ridiculous being Jason goes to Manhattan when he punches the guy's head off when he's in a fight with him. I, like, literally could not stop laughing. I was crying. I was laughing so Ooh, hard. Another reboot you like so a lot is um, uh, Omen, right? Don't you love that one? Oh, my God. That was terrible. The first Omen is such a creepy... All, like interesting movie about a little kid who is probably the devil, but the dad is like trying to figure out. I think it's Gregory Peck trying to figure out, you know, what's true and what's not, and it's horrifying, you know, and sad. And then they rebooted it with like Julia Stiles, who just annoys me, and like, you know, and the little kid wasn't really scary, and they made it really corny and. They recreated all the scenes, but somehow all the the scariness in them was completely gone, and it was just like, "What mm-hmm. is this? Like, why did you do this?" Yeah, and <laughs> Tremors. I haven't seen the latest Tremors that just came out, but yeah, yeah. The just... first Tremors is an awesome movie. It really, it's is. so much fun. After that, I no, don't know what the hell they were happen. doing, but the budget clearly you know went what's a down. great you know what's a great <laughs> remake though is Battlestar Galactica. Because okay. you had a campy 70s show that came out around the time Star Wars came out. You you had this, you know, the, the human, you know, on the human race is on the run from, you know, the robot overlords. And then, um, you know, it, it just got corny and cornier and cornier. But then they rebooted this dark, gritty series. It was on, like, Friday nights at 10. And it had these, like, long, I love long-running story arcs mm-hmm. in TV shows. I love this you know, three, four episode, you know, even the whole season you know, arc. I, I I love it. Like that's what I love to watch. In the age of binge watching, that is going to come back and be more oh, popular. Yeah. But as something happened in season two, when the show was at the peak of being, you know, what everyone was saying the greatest show in television, the network was like, "Oh, let's move it to Sundays at nine, and we're going to make single serving episodes." Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't work, and it went on for two years and just crashed and, and, and burned into the ground and everyone was just kind of like, I'm still watching it. I feel like sometimes, you know, executives don't really understand the creative process yes. and they think, we'll make a lot of money if we this can is do why a we whole bunch really fast. Yeah. Right. I mean, because you even had that recently with um, True Detective, which was an amazing show on the first season. But that was designed One to be rebooted every things. year, though. It is, but the writers like American came Horror out Story. and said they did it too fast because the original... Um, season, the writer had a long time to play around with and come oh. up with a storyline, and then they tried to make him do it Listen, right now, real quick. Colin Farrell, Vince Vaughn, that's why that died. Not well, the writers. They didn't help it either. But <laughs> apparently, like, I didn't watch it because it just really annoyed me after, like, the second. Buffy's episode. an example of a great reboot. 
Yes, you know, absolutely. So, and and and, and you know what? And Josh Whedon got a second chance because he wrote both. It's Joss. Yeah. We just love him. Yeah, I, he's great. I, I, yeah, we love him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought the original Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, the movie was fun. It was very silly and campy. Um, but the show is one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. I love how strong and flawed Buffy is. I Scott. love all the pop culture references. It's right. just really good writing. Uh, another um, good reboot is is. You know the Al Pacino. You know, we're not we're step away from sci-fi for a second here, but everybody loves Scarface. Scarface is a remake of a '30s or '40s you know gang- gangster movie. They remade him. They made him Cuban, and everybody loves that movie. Why are they doing it again? No, don't, they don't need to do make it again. You don't need to do Scarface Everyone again. Everyone already has their Scarface T-shirts, and when they want to pretend to be a gangster, and it has Al Pacino, <laughs> so you don't need to do it again. And then uh, my final cl- closing remarks here is uh, you rebooted Star Trek. You rebooted Star Trek with a younger cast based on the original series. You lens flares. You made it nice and shiny. You know, I liked the first one. I thought there was plenty of nostalgia. I liked it. And, you know, we both liked it. Oh, yeah. And Kristen I really was really both. Star Wars over Star Trek. And I'm a Star Trek over Star Wars. But right. Into Darkness, I, I just... Didn't like it. The conspiracies and the council, and you, you know, you brought by Khan in this weird way, and you just, you just, Khan, Cumberbatch, Khan. We should have had that queued up. Yeah, Khan and Cumberbatch. Um, Cumberbatch makes a really great dragon. It's not that the acting wasn't bad. There wasn't enough Simon Pegg. Um, he is a good time to watch. But yeah, I wasn't that big fan in the darkness. I don't know. What to think of this new one? I saw I the trailer like and the fun. new one. I'm excited. It does look I'm like fun. I'll give you that. It looks like fun. Yeah, you crashed the it. Enterprise already. Whatever. Yeah. It was bound to happen. I'm gonna watch it. it looks like a good I'm gonna time watch to it. Me. Oh, I'll yeah. see it in the theater. So um, that's all the time we got this week. Oh yeah, the only other one. Oh yeah, you got another one. Was Lord of the Rings? Um, uh, that the doesn't Hobbits. count. That's oh Hobbits. The Hobbits. You know Lord what? Lord of the Rings were fabulous. I stood up for the Hobbit when it was gonna be three movies. I stood up for for that decision when so many people said no, don't do it. And you know what? I regret it because it could have been two movies and it could have been two good movies. Yeah. Not one good movie and two movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter Jackson. You went over the top. I think this dude. Uh, who knows? Who knows what happened? Because he did King Kong, too, and that was That was not horrible. good. That was really, yeah. <laughs> I think that was, that was, because I never fall asleep Andy during movies. Circus couldn't save it, yeah. Yeah, well, I never fall asleep <laughs> during movies. In the King Kong, I slept through, like, the whole thing. Yeah. And, like, that, that starred me. I think, like, since then, when, like, I just can't stay awake for... What's <laughs> it on King Kong? I blame it all on King Kong. <laughs> all right, anyway, that's, that's all. I didn't mean to continue us on. No, it, um, it it's but... okay. So, check out our website, www.prisondad.com. Check yeah. out our books. We got a free story coming out probably on the same day of this podcast being released. Yeah, we were just working on it. And, uh, yeah, uh, just doing some final edits. We're um, working on volume four of Prison Dad. We have three out now. Yeah, three um, books out. Yeah, we've There's uh, science fiction comedy uh, interlocking short stories. About Les Gum and his hapless band of friends <laughs> um, and the adventures they get into. Um, and absolutely check out our other podcasts. Yeah. All right. Until next week. When we talk about stay classy stuff. Yes, stay classy. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>